So you're young, in love, and you're about to meet the parents. You're on your best behaviour, right? On the exterior, I was just a calm, polite young man meeting a family for the first time. And inside, I was a psychopath determined to beat everyone at this table. When it comes to winning, it's fair to say that most of us like it. We like to be the best at something. It feels good. That is, unless the cost of winning makes you feel dirty afterwards. Here's Matt Roberts. Um, so there's, um, there's a special place in hell reserved for people like me. Um, uh, you know, I'm the kind of person who, the few times that I've played paintball, um, there have always been a group of people who walk over to the other team so that they're going to get the opportunity to shoot me. Um, and this story goes a little way to explaining that. Um, I was 19 and I was going to meet my girlfriend's family for the first time. And, you know, it was my first serious relationship. Um, and it was a single mother and her two younger brothers. They were 13 and 11. And I wanted to make a good impression down in, down in Frio. So I didn't have to dress up formally or anything. Um, <laughs> just went along. Uh, casual family dinner. There's a family friend there. And nobody drinks. So I'm thinking I can get through this. Um, so I get there, uh, you know, I, I think I'm charming, witty, managed to make it through the dinner, make a good impression. Her mother's a great cook, there's good food, you know, uh, dessert made from scratch, everything like that. And uh, I get through and I think, okay, I've made it. I, I haven't, you know, managed to, to mess this up too badly. And then somebody decided to do something that would change the fate of that evening. Um, I, I take responsibility for my own actions, but um, somebody decided to pull out a deck of cards and play a good old family round of matchstick poker. Uh, I'm not very proud of this, but um, <laughs> I get quite competitive when it comes to board games and card games. It's a little bit against my standard ethos of, you know, love for all, socialism, competition is bad, capitalism, you know, isn't a great system, what are we doing? But when it comes to cards, something snaps, it's like road rage. And, um, and so I decided that I was going to win at uh, this game of cards. Um, but I wasn't going to sort of be my usual boisterous external self while playing cards. So on the exterior, I was just a calm, polite young man meeting a family for the first time. And inside, I was a psychopath determined to beat everyone at this table at this game of cards. And uh, we were playing, and slowly I was chipping away and whittling away their matchstick piles. Um, and it got to the last hand. Well, the last hand. There were two of us left, and it was me and young Tom Freeman, who um, was an 11-year-old child. <laughs> the sweetest 11-year-old child you'll ever meet. Uh, the nicest guy. And, uh, and I thought, what the hell, I'm going to stack the deck against him. I'm going to cheat. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But I was thinking, I was thinking while I was doing this, I was like, I'm so clumsy. You know, I mean, I'm not good at sleight of hand or anything. I'm pretty clumsy with cards. So I was actually there shuffling through the cards and taking the queens and putting them onto the bottom of the deck. You know, expecting somebody to say, what are you doing? Ha, ha, ha. But the thing is, nobody was expecting me to cheat against an 11-year-old kid that I'd just met. 
Um, and not only that, they were playing a fun game of family poker. And so they were talking and joking around. So I was like, okay, this is working. Um, not bad. And I knew it was the last hand because it was getting late. Young Tom had to go to bed. Um, <laughs> so it's five-card draw. So I, you know, I, plan I planned it all very well. But I'm dealing to him off the top of the pack and to myself, really obviously, off the bottom of the pack. And no one's calling me on it. And I'm thinking, okay, this is good. Um, because that's how deranged I am about card games. And, um, and so we, we get the hands. All the matchsticks go into the middle. And at this point, I have the opportunity to, you know, bail on this. I could just put my five cards down, draw another five, you know, throw it to, the, the, to fate, you know, just get some dignity into the whole thing. But uh, I choose not to do that. <laughs> I hold on to the cards, and then all the matchsticks go down. And at this point, Tom puts his hand down, and I can see that uh, he has a pretty good hand. I think I might have even set his hand up to be pretty good and mine to be really good. Um, so he puts his, his cards down, and I, I see them, and, I, I, and I, you know, at this point I can still sort of just go, oh, you beat me, kid, you know, and just put the cards away. But no, 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 not me. I take the four queens that I've dealt myself. Yeah, four queens. And I put them down on the table and beat him. And at that moment, I, I have this feeling, which is, you know, this rush of uh, winning the card game and then the shame of how I won the card game, you know, much like somebody who's Catholic pleasuring themselves and <laughs> after the moment of climax. And, uh, and I just feel terrible about what I've done to poor young Tom. But I can't face the family with the secret. So, you know, the rest of the, the sort of 15 minutes we're there, I'm just sort of, mm, mm. And I get outside and I confess this to my girlfriend straight away. And um, the thing is, about eight or nine years later, I was playing the first time I'd ever played paintball with a group of people. And I was there with Tom. And um, it was the last round. And it was a free-for-all. And Tom and I decided we would be allies for a little while, you know, just, just to sort of get each other's backs. And we were shooting for a while. And it's very tense. I'm not a very brave person. I was terrified. Um, and at some point, I turned and I looked down at Tom and I thought, you know, I saw him looking in the distance, shooting away, and I thought, you know, at some point, I'm going to have to shoot him. <laughs> and he's not looking at me right now. <laughs> and I raised the gun and started shooting. <laughs> Next week on Bareface, they say revenge is a dish best served cold. And that's when I turn to Ruth and I say, Ruth, we cannot let this sin go unpunished. And Ruth's like, yeah! And that's when I come up with my most badass idea yet. Revenge with a side serving of evangelism. Next week on Bareface. Stories live shows are put together by Andrea Gibbs and Kerry O'Sullivan and recorded by Chris Wright at the Bird in Perth's nightclub district. Our music is by Odette Mercy and the Soul Atomics. Our technical producer and editor is Amber Cunningham. Leave us a review on iTunes and we can keep bringing you some more fantastic stories.